if you're ready to remember who you are on an energetic, sacred, and soul level, to seek your truth, to feel your power, and to shine your light brighter than before, if you are ready to awaken on a deeper level, then I, Kimberly Castro, welcome you to Quantum Speaks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Quantum Speaks. I am your host, Kimberly Castro. And today I have uh, my beautiful friend, Liza Wolf, coming on. Liza, um, um, she's a dynamic energy worker and a spiritual coach. We've been friends for a very long time, and she helps others align with their soul and source so they can live their most fulfilling, soul-inspired life. So she believes that life can be easy and uh we have everything we need within us. We just have to remember the truth and shift our current mindset. So she could tell you a little bit more about that, but I wanted to welcome you in. Um, so welcome in, Liza. How are you? I haven't seen you face in a while. It's I know. Amazing. Hi, thank you. I'm very happy to be here and I'm excited about this uh, program. Oh, yes. So I wanted to invite you in and I'm so glad you um, said to come here uh, to be on this podcast but I wanted I just want to have people that inspired me along the way that uh, not just because you're friends with me and I love you and I think you're an amazing person you're very funny and you have a great heart and a great energy so I wanted others to feel that to experience that I didn't want to just have anyone on the podcast that just to fill space or a slot or have an episode, I want it to be meaningful. So I was trying to think before we got on here, you know, how long I've known you, I was trying to figure out like, how long have we known each other? At least a decade. I don't even know if you know, well, we just have to go back to when uh, the salon opened. Oh my gosh, that was, so <laughs> which I have no clue. <laughs> I don't either, but I think at but least, at least a year, so What's your backstory? We met you. Um, you actually used to do my hair. So that was part of your journey. And that's kind of how we started talking about the spiritual stuff. And I remember you telling me how when you were younger, you used to um, see, didn't you used to see ghosts in your rooms and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say, it's funny because um you get so far into your journey that sometimes you just forget like where you started from. Yes. And I was thinking about that in preparation for this, um, for this chat. And yeah, you know, it's funny, my journey kind of, I feel like was maybe a little backwards from a lot of people. I always felt very comfortable with my energy and my energy gifts and seeing dead people and seeing, aliens and other energies and all that stuff, because that was really common for me when I was younger. Right. Um, but I did like a lot of people shut that out. Yes. And then as I became an adult and I really got heavy into my meditation practice, all of that stuff started opening back up at like full force. Um, you know, so when I was younger, I was fortunate enough to have a mother who believed my imaginary friends were real and encouraged <laughs> me to talk to them yes. and, um, you know, didn't hush me when I would know things that I wasn't supposed to know. Um, she would kind of say, well, don't say it like that to adults because you should have a little respect, you know, but, um, 
a, a big thing that I would pick up was when people weren't being honest. And I've come to learn that it's not because they're a jerky liar. It's <laughs> quite often because they're just trying to, uh, they're lying to themselves. You yes. know, when, when we pick up that, when people are lying. And so I would say, well, that's not true. You're not telling the truth. And so my mom would say, maybe soften that a little bit, <laughs> like maybe, you know, uh, so yeah, that was my journey. And then uh, when we had met, you know, I'd done meditation since I was in high school. I took a class in high school and we talked about meditation and I started doing it, but I had started doing very intentional meditation practices, which opened everything up. Um, and then, yeah, by the time we met, I, I was delving back or delving into psychic development classes and mediumship classes and starting at that space to understand how to work with the energy. And since then, we, I mean, we've had almost parallel paths, it seems like. Every once in a while, we take a little detour, take a different exit. But for the most part, we're going in the, the same direction, even though we're doing it differently. And I find that with a lot of healers um, and coaches and, you know, spiritual entrepreneurs and stuff like that, you're kind of going, you're almost doing the same thing, but a different way or a different level in your own way, right? Because we're not going to resonate with everyone. Sometimes we're too much energy, we're too soft, not aggressive, too passive, whatever it is. So we're, everyone's looking for something different. So I was just thinking about how we, how we met, and then we, we dabbled in a little bit of everything, because I feel like our intuition and our senses unfold like you're going to school. You grad, you go to school, you learn something, you go to the next grade, you go to the next level, you go from elementary school to middle school. This is how I like to think about a high school. And if you go on to a, you know, a vocational school or, you know, college and stuff. So I feel like you keep moving and graduating. So I feel like we went from, you know, there's the times that you don't do anything because you just um, feel like, uh, that's my computer, by the way, but I need to have it on to hear you. I try to, <laughs> um, we, we did, we went to psychic readings, you know, to learn some stuff. We went to our, the books, we went to the classes, we had our own, uh, places that we did our readings. Um, but we, we went to our own psychic fairs and um, intuitive fairs, and then we were part of them. People, the people coming to us, you do your readings and your soul readings, and I would do more of the energy stuff, more of the energy healings, and we do our speaking engagements. We did wings for, for a long time, for years, on and off uh, different times. We went to the bookstore there, and that bookstore was amazing. I mean, I love going there. Uh, I love the energy. I remember they had James Von Prague there. They had John Holland there. They had Demi, uh, Debbie Pramal and Mitten and, you know, the oh, music. Yeah. remember that? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how we got our start. And then we had the office. You had your office and you let me borrow it when you weren't <laughs> using it. And we had so many amazing experiences. So like, how do you feel about like, because to me, it feels like you dabble in stuff and then you finally get to a place or an age because you're maturing and evolving that you you decide, I know all this stuff. Now, how can I hone it? What do I really want? When do you get to that place? Have you gotten to the place where you're like, I really know what I want to do now? Can I do mediumship? Yes. Can I do channeling? Yes. Can I can I be a speaker and a writer? Yes. But what brings you joy? What lights you up that you love to do? 
so it's funny because you liken it to school and me, I love to eat. So I liken it to <laughs> food, right? We don't know what we like or don't like until we try something. And I, and I think, and I, I think you believe this as well, that we all have access to everything. And so we're trying, oh, well, is this something that I like for this time in my life? Is this something that I I want to take on, you know, so we were fortunate enough to be able to live in a place where we can access all of these different, we'll call them modalities or tools and get them in our toolbox. And we got to see like, oh, well, do I like this? I like it sometimes. I don't like it all the time. Or do I like this? And for me, what lights me up, I've always been a teacher ever since. I mean, I can imagine, I can remember I love to help people understand, right? And so to me, that's a teacher. I love to help people understand. I love to help them. Um, Somebody said to me one time that I take stuff, information that seems like elusive or too airy, and I bring it down in a way that they can understand it, right? And that was like such a big compliment to me because I really do think life can be easy. And I think we all will find someone that helps us understand how to integrate that information into our everyday life to make it easier. So I love writing. Um, I loved doing individual sessions. I loved doing group sessions, but I really love to teach because I know I'm empowering the individual to then take that and go out into the world and just live the best version of themselves that they possibly can. And to me, that's how we make a ripple effect on this planet, right? Is just living in alignment with our own highest, best nature. So and teaching. Oh no, teaching. That's it. That's the answer. Teaching. So that's where you're, and that's kind of how I feel about, you know, um, how we've evolved and switched. Like you said, we were in our town, our local area doing these, these meetups and these meetings and doing these uh, speaking engagements and these classes, you know, and we'd have the one-on-ones and now, um, and I knew the same thing as for you. I think I could speak for you when I say we were guided to go outside of our comfort zone, outside of um, our local area to reach those other people, you know, to reach the people that maybe not don't have access to uh, events or meetings or places to go on Zoom. Um, when Zoom came out, I thought that was amazing. And this is way before the pandemic happened. So we were, we've been online for years. You know, we have our private groups that we, you know, anybody can join and meet us there. We have our courses. You could do one-on-one work. And I think it's, you know, amazing how far we've come and how far we can reach, you know. Um, but I know it's about, you know, following that intuition, but has there been a time where your intuition told you something, your guides, your angels, you know, the universe spoke to you, but you did not follow (laughs) what you were feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All kinds of times. There's been many times. Um, I've been told that I'm stubborn and that I don't listen quite often. Oh my goodness. Um, No, you know, there's lots of times where I was guided to do something, but I let the fear overrun me. And so I didn't take the step or I took a small step, but I didn't take the full step. And something I've come to understand is it's not that big of a deal because 
it was just a rerouting, right? So the universe showed up and said, hey, we can make this happen. Boom, here. And then I'm like, ah, I'm not ready for that. I don't know if I can handle it. And yeah. so I didn't do. And then after, you know, you beat yourself up and you're like, oh my gosh, I think I just missed the opportunity. Yes. But the truth is you just reroute, right? And then you, what I find quite often when I don't follow my guidance, mm-hmm. um, and, and I used to, I don't know that I ever thought because I knew better. It's uh, the truth is it was just always fear. I, I, if I don't follow my guidance, it's fear of the unknown, fear of leaving my comfort zone, fear of the perceived safety that I have. Right. And it's funny because I, you might agree with this. Um, a lot of people of my friends, I'll, I'll, I'll think like, Oh, I'm, I'm just so filled with fear right now. And they're like, really? Cause you just seem to go do things that nobody else would do. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh no, I, I'm like, had a lot lot of fear before I do some of those things, but I just still do it because I feel that, that calling to do it or that intuition. But when I don't follow it, I find that I have a really rich experience on the detour around to get to that same point, you know? And I used to think like, oh my gosh, well, that was a year detour. That was a year I could have been doing this. It's a long way. (laughs) Yeah. But now I realize, oh my gosh, but so much other stuff has come into the mix now to make it such a more beautiful and rich experience. So now I I just don't beat myself up anymore, Mm -hmm. but in, in that recognition I also know now that I can really just move through the fear and, um, and take the leap. Uh, one of the first big things I did that people were like, oh my God, was I left a really nice salon where I met you. I left the high-end salon that was comfort zone, good money, blah, 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 to go out on my own. And my friend got me a magnet that said leap and the net will appear. And I always try to put that in the back of my head because the lesson I've learned from not listening is it all works out. So just move through the fear and just go with it, even though you're a little scared and it's all still going to work out. It's all going to work. So yes, I've ignored my intuition, but now I've learned uh, that it's okay either way, but that's empowered me to ignore it less. I think that's how we learn too. Like you said, we learned that, um, you do it and it works out. And if you don't do it, you're going to take a detour the long way, have a little obstacle, a little hiccup. You're probably still going to end up there. It's just going to take you a little bit longer or it's going to look a little bit different. And, um, but then the next time you, you get that really deep guidance, you're probably um, less likely to hesitate and, and go through it. Same with this, this podcast. I've, I've had podcasts for a year. I've, for years, you know, I've dabbled in it, you know, and we've discussed a lot of times, just let's do, you know, be on, be um, one of my guests, but I kept feeling it's not right. It's not right. It's not time. It's not time. And this one came about, you know, because I was asking now I'm ready. Now I'm ready. Even though I've had other ones and I've done them for years and I've had scripted ones where it took me forever to have all these scripts and write it down. The only thing I never had scripted was my deep meditation because I knew I was being guided for the person or the listeners to have a different experience. So those are always different. And, but I felt that was too rigid. And even though I loved doing it, it was a lot of work and it wasn't, not that it wasn't me, cause it was all coming from me, all the information. I just felt like I wasn't letting it come through. And I know even though this was my first 
interview with you, hopefully, you know, one of many that we could look back and say, oh, look how far we've come as far as the, the interviews and the people we've met along the way. But I was so nervous because I bet kept asking, like, if I could tap into my highest potential, if I was in my radiance, if I was connecting to my soul, not just an everyday thing, if I had no fear, I had no worries about being ridiculed or failing or succeeding and then everything changes. If I had nothing to worry about, you know, show me, this is me talking to, you know, God, the universe, the angels, whoever's listening, show me what I, what would light up my life, my heart, my soul, what would I align with? What it, would it be? And it's always books and speaking when, and doing the energy work, the deep, deep energy work, you know, and it's not just about balancing the chakras and the meridians and these miracle meridians, but I, I keep getting all the stuff, the, the karmic stuff, the lineage, the ancestors, stuff, the stuff that's hidden that we don't even know because it's not in this lifetime or it's not even a thought in your head, but you don't realize that it's affecting you, you know, different, just the energy and the codes. And I was shown this podcast and it showed like, if you want to start, go, go do the next podcast and it's going to be this energy. But if you really want to go what your soul really needs and, and once you do it, you'll see, you know, because things start falling into place. It was quantum speaks. And I was like, ha, yeah, pass. <laughs> Next, <laughs> give me something else. Not that one. Hard pass on that one because, because it said quantum. And I'm like, I've been experiencing this quantum field and this frequency and this energy for a while now. And I keep, and I'm sure like you, like I wake up in the middle of the night, you know, between three and five and get these teachings and I, and I learn all these beautiful things and the things I see and feel are beautiful, miraculous. And I want them to share, you know, I want to share with people, but then I'm like, Ooh, you know, they're not going to get it. They're not going to understand, but there are people like us that are ready for it. So it's time for me to not keep all this wisdom bottled up and share it. And if you want to use it, great. If you don't, that's okay. If you want to send it to somebody else to plant a seed, do that. So I, it's still, I'm still nervous and I still don't know how it's going to unfold. Not because I have issues, you know, speaking to people or whatever. It's just, you know, it's the unknown. But as soon as I said, yes, this is what I want the listeners to know. As soon as I follow my guidance, as soon as I said, yes, soon as I asked people that I was guided to ask like you, would you be willing, you know, because it's technically the beginning of, you know, the podcast, it's new to people that don't know me. It's as soon as I did that, everyone started saying yes, the people that I wanted to, you know, surround myself with the energy, the frequency I wanted to you know, have around me. And then before I even had a cover, before I even did anything, all these opportunities start showing up. So I, I'm so happy you're here. And I, I, I want people to know that to follow their intuition, you know, because those little drops of in, in, inspiration, those little nudges, it's just, they're like breadcrumbs to, you know, your, your dreams, breadcrumbs to your purpose. And I just, I don't know. I just think that's so important, you know, to jump on those opportunities 
and it's scary and it doesn't some days you're like oh they said yes you're so excited and the next day I woke up I'm like what am I doing why am I doing this you know so is there well, anything right now go ahead oh, oh I was just gonna say to touch on that that really speaks to um when we live in alignment with our own personal truth Yes, everything falls into place, right? And one of our biggest obstacles, especially as leaders who are putting ourselves out there into the world, is really to reconcile that um, societal pattern that's been ingrained in us to worry about what other people think, right? We really have to get to a place with our own um, knowing of what our truth is and our own knowing that not everybody's going to like our truth, but there are people who are waiting to hear us speak our truth because it's going to spark their truth in them, right? Because there's a gazillion different truths, right? There's a gazillion different ways to get to where we're all headed. Many flavors, many flavors to that ice cream. (laughs) Exactly, you know? And so it's really... um, I think one of my biggest lessons in putting myself out there and following my intuition and growing my spiritual coaching business is the people who don't want to hear what I say are going to be the loudest, right? They're going to make the comments. They're going to take the digs. They're going to have the resistance. They're going to take the time and effort to push back. Yes. And the people who really want to hear what I have to say they're not so loud, but they're there. Mm-hmm. And so I have to attune to that more subtle, quiet energy so that we can connect with them and not let myself get caught up in the noise of who doesn't want to hear my message, right? Because I've gone down that rabbit hole when I first started my, took my business online and, you know, we have our private Facebook groups and Um, you know, I wasn't in the confidence stage where I could step up and say, this is the truth that I'm teaching. And if you want to know more about this truth and this path, then open up your ears because I got a lot to share with you. (laughs) I would get lost in the people who wanted to argue with me. Well, that's not this and that's not this and that's not this. And now I have the confidence in in my own belief system and my own message and my own truth to just say, I'm so happy that what you're doing works for you and that what I'm doing works for me. And I'm so happy that we can have our own truths and we can go our separate ways and have no judgment and not feel a need to defend myself. Because I think that's a pattern that we're programmed from society is to defend ourselves. So when all that fear talk comes in, we go, oh, I got to defend myself and we take our energy away. And so that's, I think the biggest lesson is just learning to not get carried away by the people who aren't ready for our message or aren't open to our message or are, are very um, into their own path, but from a place of defensiveness, right? Because we've come across that a lot in the spiritual world. Well, my path is the only path, right? And if you're not on my path, then you're not doing the spiritual work correctly. And it's like, Oh, I hope that works out for you. Great. (laughs) You know, but it's, it's really that confidence in your own truth. 
And it's not about, and, and again, we learned this along the way. It's not about being correct. It's not, it's different. Mm -hmm. different. There's no right or wrong. It's just you have long wrong. hair right now, right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've seen it other colors, you know, and I have darker hair. I mean, we're just different. You know, we have the, maybe the same beliefs, you know, but we have different frames of reference. We have different experiences that we could share with people. And and that's why they'll resonate with you. They'll resonate with me. And again, if, if they don't like it, obviously, you know, they can find it their own way. And it's, and for me, that's why I say too, when, um, you know, we read so many, you know, like I've read so many books, but I don't take every book and every teacher and say, that's gospel. That's the Bible. That's what I'm going for. I go, that's great. That's interesting. Either I never heard it before. I've heard it before and it wasn't time for me to hear it. So it didn't resonate. So maybe it does or it doesn't, you know, and, and I take what feels right for me and I explore it for me. And then if whatever works, I'll take all of it or bits and pieces and then discard whatever doesn't work because, and I want people to, if you read a book, it doesn't mean everything in that book is going to be right for you. And it has to be done that way, you know? You have to go within. That's why if I did a meditation, right, if we did a meditation right now, you were going to see something completely different from what I'm saying, guiding you through than the next person. And because you're sensitive, you know, and you've been working in this field for a long time, you're going to experience a whole different world, you know, with your eyes closed and someone who's just starting out or doesn't know what they're looking for or not as, you know, you know, maybe they're not, um, as tuned into different senses or whatever. So it's going to be different for everyone. And I just want everyone to know that always listen to your intuition. If you get anything out of any of what I have to say is to always go in, you know, like tune into that heart, tune into the soul, find what works for you. Like some people tune into their heart and, you know, everything they do, they tune into their heart for answers. Some people just tune into their soul. Some people just walk around, they're fine not tuning into anything. And I remember those days and some of those days are easier. Now, you know, I, I'm a little bit more sensitive to everything. Like you said, you're, you were younger, you were sensitive to people lying, you know, same thing with me. It's so hard to be around people when you feel like, they're like you said they're not not even telling the truth or they're into their stories or their victimhood but I try not to judge and I just try to be present in the moment and then but I do try to surround myself with people that make me feel better um energetically spiritually or just uh, you know I just bring me joy and I like to laugh a lot so I like to surround myself with people that laugh but I, I well you learned discernment I think yes. that's part of our our journey and our process is Yes. learning that discernment and becoming intentional, mm -hmm. right? And that's when you really start to clean up the energy within you and around you yes. is when you combine discernment and intention. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I, I think, I know, uh, this was something that we used to talk about a lot. My disconnect with a lot of what was happening and being taught in the spiritual world was, um, not taking responsibility for discernment and intention. And now over the, the years, I've seen that start to shift, but, um, you know, and it's probably because of where I was, I was so irritated with it and I had such a judgment on it that people weren't teaching it, that that's what I kept seeing. Right. But really, you know, that you've hit a certain 
frequency vibration level when you can start practicing discernment and intention and really curating your own life experience through those two modes. So what, so we can just share with the audience, is there a ritual or practice you do to create that intention every morning? Is there, cause I know you're probably, when you're focused on something, you are like one of the most organized and focused people I know. And I love that about you. I'm like, Oh, I need some of that in my life. Um, but I am focused and organized in many areas, especially when I, when it comes to this kind of stuff, when I'm really trying to help people, you know, but go within, like, what is your body telling you? What is it trying to say? You know, really just go within and just get quiet. Cause if I ask you a question now, you, you'll come up with an answer. You'll say something, but if you just take that moment to close your eyes, take a breath and really just, you know, just. If you're listening right now, just take a deep breath right now and just ask yourself, what does my heart need right now? What does my heart need? And I just heard love, you know, and, or what does my soul long for? What does my soul long for? Just a few seconds, you know, and I just heard freedom and, and just breathe. And it's that easy, that quick. So you really just have to stop very important to breathe. And a lot of people for a long time talked about breath work and I taught yoga for 10 years. So I know how important breath work is. And the students that would come from me, come to my classes for years, the regulars, they said, I always love that you remind us to breathe, not just in the beginning, not it's throughout the whole practice to breathe. And they would catch themselves holding their breath. And they would tell me how they go on vacations or play golf or go to Israel and they're climbing this mountain. And they're like, all I kept hearing was you tell me to breathe and breathe, not shallow breaths, not short little shallow things, but really get that energy moving. And that's our connection. Obviously, if we don't have breath, we don't have life. So we have to connect to that breath of life and get that energy moving. You inhale and just imagine, just imagining it going up and down your spine. So when you inhale, imagine it going all the way up. And when you exhale, imagine it going all the way down and imagine that as it's going up and down, as it's going up and down, it's clearing away. Like, like if your house needed to be uh, dusted, it's clearing away that energetic debris, the energetic dust. So imagine it's just clearing it away as it goes and, it, and that your energy and that breath turns into light and the light gets bigger and brighter. Bring it into the heart, expand it, you know, surround that light. And like, this is all your imagination, but it's energy and it starts off with just thoughts and words and a uh, little focus and intention, but it really does make a difference when you start working with frequency, vibration, and energy. And if you don't want to use those words, that's not in your vernacular, that's amazing. Just think of it as your breath. You're just breathing deeper and you're expanding it. But you want to focus on what you want to bring into your life, not what's not working. If you catch yourself throughout the day complaining, then remedy that complaint. Once you catch yourself, once you're aware you did a little complaint, just Try to clean it up and just think of something positive or look at something and find the beauty in it. And at first you might be like, this is silly, but you start, it's about catching yourself, being aware of what's going on and then just switching it, shifting that mindset in that moment. So it brings that energy back into alignment with 
love and positivity, you know, and anchoring it in, in beautiful and positive things. So you start noticing the beauty around you. And that's what I've been doing lately. Because um, the world can get ugly, you get stressed out. You're, you know, you have all these things you have to do, or you think you have to do or obligated to, but there are things you have to do. You have to feed yourself and your dog and your family and, you know, uh, pay your bills and, you know, all that good stuff. So there are those things that have to be done, but you don't have to hate doing them. I used to hate dishes. (laughs) Now I love them. Something you bring that energy to it, right? I was just having this conversation with my friend that, um, you know, she's transitioning from one career to another. And as she builds into the new career, she still has to, and I've been here, she still has to go show up at the old career to make the money to move into yes. the new career. Right. And, and, um, and she's very spiritually versed and very connected. And, you know, it doesn't matter how attuned you are, we're human and that's our experience. Right. So uh, she said the other day, she said, I just realized that I've been saying to you, oh my gosh, I got to go into work. And no wonder my days suck because that's what I've been saying. She's like, uh, so every day I'm going to message you and say, I'm so excited. I get to go into work. And I'm like, please do, you know, it's you're, you're creating, excuse me, you're creating the energy of the experience in your thoughts. Definitely. Absolutely. And I hate the word hate. So I'm, I'm surprised I even said hate, but I, I really just did not enjoy doing dishes. But now I'm like, oh, this, you know, you know, I start thinking about, I have this beautiful new sink and I have you know, a dishwasher that I could put them in and they come out clean. And I love the smell of this soap. So I, I even get soap that I like the way it smells, but that it works too. But yeah, I'm like, I like, I just, I have music now. My husband, we have the automated music around. So now I could listen to music, not just on my phone and kill my phone battery, but I could listen to music while I'm washing dishes or when I'm taking a bath or when I'm walking the dog and and that brings you to a different level, you know, and I am surrounding my life more with things I love to look at, things I love to smell, people I want to be around, you know, the food that makes me feel good, the, you know, I just, just everything. And it, and there are days you're like, oh, you know, you're not feeling it and that's normal. But for most my life now, most of my days, I am being aware of my energy, you know, and I think that's very important. So. Well, um, you're curating the energy of your experience, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're saying, okay, instead of just doldrum going through my day-to-day task, yes. let me intentionally bring the beauty of what this experience can offer me. Right. Because dishes can be a meditative practice, right? Anything can be a meditative practice and you bring that beauty into it. It just elevates your experience. Mm -hmm. And of course, if we don't want to do something, if we create a beautiful space around it, then it shifts our perspective of that experience. So I love that you're doing that. That's awesome. Yes. But it's, I mean, I'm just saying that's just a regular thing, but that's like what your friend with the, the work, you just go there and people hate to go to work or they don't like their boss or something, but is it, you don't like your boss or you just, you're, you're coming out of, you're, you're not centered in yourself and you're not, you're letting it get to you. So it's really, you have to 
really evaluate and become self-aware. That's a big deal. What are you bringing to the table? Are you coming in tired and grumpy? You don't want to work, you know, because that makes everyone like, oh, don't stay away from her. She's not happy or him, you know, so it's really what are you bringing to the table? What are you changing about yourself? And if you can't change, you can't change the other person. You can change how you receive the information, how, you know, how you're going to let it affect you. If it's going to, you know, if you're going to let that ruin your day in that moment, you know, but it's about just finding that joy, knowing who you are and being okay with that. And just, just trying to be happy. And, and like you said, cultivate that, that positivity. And, and if you find yourself, you go off, you have a you know moment, just get that moment back and just know that you have the power to shift it. And you have the choice to react to not react, you know, and um, just look at it a little bit different. So is there anything else you want to add before we bring this? Anything you want to share with the listeners about uh, your experience or even how can they get a hold of you if they want to work with you, you know, being your private group or, you know, anything that you feel called to share at this moment? Well, there's two things I wanted to touch on. Um, You know, what we were just talking about, one of the techniques I teach my clients is using a negative situation or a negative emotion or a negative feeling as a jumping off point, as just a reminder. So instead of going, oh, I just judge that person or I just judge the situation or, you know, oh, be grateful that you caught yourself in the act of it and then just use it as a jumping off point, as a reminder to shift your energy. And it really is that quick and simple and easy in the moment to change the energy, right? Because that's one of the biggest questions I get is, well, how do I shift my energy in the moment? Well, you consciously do it. It's, you know, there's no magic secret. You just, you consciously take a moment, pause and shift the energy. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you had uh, mentioned something, about what's, you know, what's my practice and what do I do, you you know, uh, and I was laughing because my friend just said to me the other day, we'd spent the weekend together up at her camper. And I said, oh, I was just reading this. And she said, where do you find the time to do all that? And I said, well, I claim that time first thing in the morning for myself. I've always done it. Um, Don't get in my way. Don't get in my time. Don't get in my energy, you know, and it's, and I've uh, been in relationships where it's been a, a struggle because my spouse doesn't understand that, but it's my time and I claim it. It might be 15 minutes and it might be an hour and a half, but I claim some time for myself in the morning. And so one of the techniques that I always teach my clients is um, doing the five, five deep breaths, five times a day. You can use your hand as a reminder. So when I wake up first thing in the morning, five deep breaths, right? And then I have a midday snack. I have lunch. I have an afternoon snack and I have dinner, five deep breaths. And then I do six because I end the night with five deep breaths. And even if that's the only thing you start doing, that can help you shift your energy and call your energy back to, to yourself and clear up your energy field. Just like you were saying, when you're breathing, you're cleaning out that old energetic debris. We know simply where your attention goes, your energy goes, right? So if you're in the middle of you say your boss sucks and you show up and you're just like, oh, this guy's such a jerk. Just stop and breathe. It'll shift the energy that quickly. Your boss might be a jerk, but it's up to you to respond instead of reacting, right? So 
Um, so I wanted to add those two things oh, I love where that. people can um, find me is I have a uh, group on Facebook called soul inspired guidance. Yes. And you can also find me at my website, which is just my name, Liza Jane Wolf, L I Z A J A N E W O L F. So really simple. Uh, I'm part of that group and I love it. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But yes, I love that five. I got to try that one. <laughs> the five, I mean, and so my morning routine, literally, and I love it because I can make it two minutes or I can make it 45 minutes. I wake up, I take five deep breaths. I drink a little bit of water. I do a quick stretching. If my brain is going, I dump everything on a piece of paper and then I do my meditation. And that is my religious morning routine for years with obviously some exceptions at certain times, but I, you know, I love it because you can turn it into a short practice. If you only have a little bit of time, or if, you know, it's a Saturday and you got three hours, you can make it the longest practice you want, you know? So the, we both know, like you said, breathing is, is huge. Yeah. So it's so important. And I'm so glad you shared that one. Cause like you said, it's, it's easy. You could do it. Uh, you could, incorporate any way you want. If you have a short amount of time, long amount of time. Um, and like you said, you start to notice the difference, especially in this world. And it, you know, you, if you just wake up out of bed and start, Oh, I gotta, you know, walk the dog or feed the kids, get them to school or get to work, you know, you're rushing, rushing, rushing. So if you don't start from, um, a place of alignment and, and or being just grounded in that moment, then everything else feels chaotic. And if part of your practice is breathing or whether it's a short meditation or working out, or even if it's just to grab that coffee or tea and just take a few minutes to, um, you know, think about your day and plan your day and then, you know, see how the day, you know, imagine that day unfolding the way you want, you know, just use your imagination a little bit and see what happens there. But I thank you for being on here. Um, I'm so excited. I'm sorry about the uh, <laughs> the beeping on this computer. I got to figure <laughs> that one out. But I, it was really important for me just to have you here so people can meet you and know how wonderful you are and how wonderful you are to me. And I hope they reach out, find you at the um, your website, LizaJaneWolf.com you know, <laughs> or join your um, Facebook group. But uh, I thank you. I'm so happy you're here and uh, hope to have you again here soon. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It was wonderful. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon, Liza. Bye. For everybody else, you know, thank you for being here and uh, join us back. We'll have more um, speakers and beautiful people sharing their messages so you can learn how to just Listen to that intuition, that gut guidance, be yourself, breathe, and just learn to live. So have a great day, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.